I'm RJ Bell with the sports betting headlines for a big, big Monday. Tom Brady, you might have heard of him, is now a minus money favorite to be the NFL MVP. You got to bet more than you win on Brady. Bucks hold off. The Bills' furious comeback averted. Favorites overall had a massive week, 12-1 straight up since Thursday, 11-2 against the spread. But some of those favorites, the bigger ones, have done even better. Tonight, Monday night football, Ramsey out for the Rams, Arizona at home favored by three. Here comes a four-hour The Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a big, big Monday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. We got a, you know, I did a little calculation. We got 97 minutes of show. We only got 60, so we'll get to it. He's the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thanks, R.J. Great to be here on a busy Monday. The Bills and Bucks have an overtime thriller. The Packers survive an ugly start and blow out the Bears. And we have an excellent Monday night football matchup between NFC West Powers. What is the Vegas lead? Well, I'm going to be anxious. I don't know when we're going to get to this. This won't be the lead. But I can't wait to hear you explain how the Bills are still the best team in the NFL. But, but <laughs> Thank you. We'll be the Vegas lead. That might be minute 62. <laughs> so, overtime podcast. Now, what will be the Vegas lead is the way the favorites have done. Yep. The records of the Vegas favorites in week 14, 12 and 1 straight up with a four, plus 14 average straight up margin against the spread, 11 and 2, nearly a seven point ATS margin. Wow. So, if someone just came up, you know, there's a great famous, at least amongst gambling fans, Mary Tyler Moore episode from the early 70s I watched on syndication is uh, Lou Grant was a big batter, right? Lou was the guy who ran the newsroom. And then you had uh, uh, Ted Baxter. And Ted was the classic suit. He, he He wasn't real smart, but he had the deep voice. You can see what I'm saying, right? And he started betting. Lou loved to bet. And Ted goes, you know, I'm going to take all the underdogs. And Luke goes, what do you think? He goes, well, listen, they're all professional teams. So if one team's getting points, it's got to be a good bet. Well, they win like a bunch in a row and lose mad. And if someone came up and said, you know who I'm taking? I'm taking the favorites because you know why? They're better. And better teams are just going to win. Well, 12 <laughs> and 1. Lewis starts it, bursting it, out of the speakers. Yeah, 12 and 1 straight <laughs> up in this case, right? Now, the spread you wouldn't think as much, but here we are, right? They're the better team. Neither of those systems work all the time. But, man, it seemed easy this week because, let's be candid, these games, a lot of these games, some of them were tight, and we'll get to those. A lot of them weren't even close. It was just a walkover almost. Is it possible that that's because we've gotten to the point in the season, and there were a lot of big spreads, you know, near double digits, Mm -hmm. some in double digits. We've gotten to the point of season where there's some teams that are still – actively interested in winning there are some teams who have yeah, kind I, of i don't think there's any team in week 14 of 
a 17, well, I guess we call it an 18-week, 17-game season, there was five games left entering this weekend. I mean, five divided by 17 is almost a third of the season. I mean, who did you see that looked like they weren't – who appeared disinterested? The Jags, okay. certainly. And there's a bigger story there, right? So maybe we get to that one. Right now is Urban Meyer. Uh, report came out, and it's very interesting. Where, what was the source of the original reporting on this? It was the NFL.com. So wait a minute. <laughs> Some would call it state media is putting out something bad about one of their teams – let me think here. John Gruden, oh, look, there was, what was there, 700,000 emails? But there was a bunch being released, but all of them make John Gruden look bad. I wonder if anyone else said anything, maybe <laughs> on the line, out of those 700,000 emails. Just him. Doesn't excuse Gruden, but it does seem like there was maybe a targeted hit going on. And I don't know who Urban Meyer may or may not have made angry, but it does seem strange that the NFL Network NFL.com is putting out a story about how bad a coach is in the locker room. Does that does that seem typical to you? No, it's absolutely confusing. So let's take a look and kind of say it looks like he's got something against him, all right? And by uh, Urban Meyer, and I've been no fan of Urban Meyer since he left Ohio State. I mean, whining about his heart, and then he's back. You know, just when the chat gets big enough, his heart is okay. You know, maybe the heart's from anxiety over lack of money, and then when the money ramps up, he's fine. I don't think so. Also, I've been leading the train. And listen, this train is going to start getting a little more crowded. So you've got to be the advocate for me out there. When you hear someone that gets down on Trevor Lawrence, the savior, you can say, you know who said that first? RJ Vegas, RJ. That's all you can just say. And walk away with a smile. Know you're right. Because I've heard more negative Trevor Lawrence talk this week than I've heard in all the other weeks combined. AJ, would you say that's true? It's Yeah, absolutely. What's turned? The, the, you you said this two weeks ago, like it's it's getting real. Like everybody's trying to defend him. There's like this this mass move we to could, try and make him sound good. We could have solved world world hunger if we just put the energy towards that instead of explaining away Trevor Lawrence's horrible stats. When you go up against a Titans team that really has nothing going for him right now, and he has that bad of a game, you're running out of ways to defend this guy. He's he's looked terrible. Well, I mean, the Titans is fighting for the number one seed, right? But I'm talking about what they've got going on on the field yeah. personnel wise. They're down to nothing. Yeah. I I mean, we'll get in later in the week. Monday show, what we do is we try to talk about the biggest storylines that others are talking about. So throughout the day, you get a chance to hear what the others are saying. Six o'clock Eastern, you can hear what Vegas thinks about what they're saying. Is it square? Is it is it sharp? Etc. Wrapping up the Jags real quick. This is a team you got to question their motivation, it, and maybe even question not that there's a lack of motivation. But maybe there's a motivation to get Meyer out of there, right? Now, obviously, a player is not going to hurt himself to get rid of the coach. But there's spots where you could say, if the co- if we do poorly here, the coach might be in trouble, and I wouldn't mind that. There's spots I think that's meaningful. Well, we talked about last week. I think the Texans are kind of in that same mode where— See, I disagree with that. Okay. Well, I, I, the veterans have no interest in playing for this team as it's currently put together. So I think you see guys sitting out— I, Laramie Tunsil had a hurt finger. He could have been back yeah, Tunsil, a month ago. I, I agree. Well, I, maybe. Right? We oh, don't know for right. sure. Right. I'm not a doctor, it's, but it's it a, seems like he what, could have been. Wait a minute. What? I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express, but I'm not a doctor. A.J. Hoffman, who— <laughs> 
is now finally admitting not a medical doctor, <laughs> not an MD. I'm RJ Bell. Okay, by the way, guess who's Houston's playing next week? Jacksonville. Oh, oh boy. All right, so have you someone's got to win. Have you seen this early line? I've not. All right, the game's at Jacksonville. What do you think the line is? I'm going to let you think about that. I'm going to read a quick quote from a Jags player that did not go on record with this. Urban Meyer came in preaching values, family and team. It's been anything but since the start of training camp. He's a phony and a hypocrite. I know who he is. Now, listen. He this was, is an unnamed he was, player? He was unnamed, so he didn't really speak his full mind. But, <laughs> but he did say phony and a hypocrite. I got to tell you, Urban certainly has the knives are out for him, no doubt about it. Will and and what we've learned from the reporting around the Raiders and Gruden was that there was pressure from the league for Davis to get rid of Gruden, and when he refused, is when these email. It was almost I'm not saying like the mafia, but you might have seen in various mafia <laughs> movies, do this or the or else, or else, and then if they don't do it, or else happens. So there you go. Are you saying Al Davis is going to get his kneecaps broken? Well, Al Davis is is passed oh, away. You sorry, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. <laughs> did you drink before the show? I did a lot. What, what exactly? Water mostly. Oh, uh, you're hydrated. Some energy drink. All right. So AJ Hoffman, what do you think the line is? Jacksonville, Houston, and the game's in Jacksonville. I'll go Jags three and a half. So you think the Jags are that much better? So home field is what for Jacksonville? Oh no, I started thinking about the old the old way of thinking of home field. I'll go Jags two and a half. Okay. Now should we wait a little longer? You'll have another number. No, is that two, Jags two and a half. Final answer. All right. Jags are now three. Oh, okay. See, I personally like Houston a good bit in that game. Not an official pick yet, but. To me, I thought you were done with them. I thought you were I, off the stuff. Every time I'm out, I think I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I was, listen, let me tell you, I've been uh, on and off a lot of teams this year. We went two and three. I got to tell you, I loved our picks. It was our first, what, we were going for seven out of eight winning weeks. So it's been a good run. The funny thing is, right here, I think I was undefeated. Yeah, right, Dallas was a winner here. That was my last best bet, and then I had the early best bet on the Falcons. Yeah. The Falcons, and perfect. But somehow, come Saturday night, I didn't have either of those teams. Mm. It's a tough life. Don't don't just think, <laughs> oh, I wish I was him. It, it, it gets tough. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. Okay. Other than Jacksonville, who else doesn't look like? Because the reason I kind of like Jack, uh, Houston now, I think they're still playing hard. I think they're disgruntled. I think they don't really love what's happening. If you're a veteran, you're not really worried about the money. Oh, we'll cut this guy because his contract is big. You just want a chance to win. I will say this: the quarterback didn't look so bad this week. No, I mean, if we were redrafting. Now, where would Davis Mills be with all the rookie quarterbacks? Would he be second? No. All right, so we know Trey Lance is number one. Oh, wait, that's, <laughs> that's McKenzie's list. Now, I tell you this, I heard more turning on Trey Lance, by the way, this week than I've heard in a while, but go ahead. Do you still think that Trevor Lawrence wouldn't go number one, even after what we've seen? First like, of all, I never said he would. When did I say he wouldn't go number no, one? No, I'm asking if you say Oh, if so you do think, I yet think that? Do you yet, have you reached that point, the point of like, okay, we've seen enough uh, of him that the— If the number pedigree, if, if the number two pick or the number three pick looked better, um, I would make the case that then would be the time— that you could say one to two, swap them, I'm okay with that. 
But Mac Jones to Mac Jones is fifteen. So people are saying. Obviously, Mac Jones played the best so far. Now the question is, what about his ceiling? Is this a sign that he was going to start fast? He was NFL ready, and Belichick has, you know, kind of made it easy on him. That's what you're hearing. But can he? But look, in Buffalo, where it takes arm talent, when the wind's blowing, he can't throw the ball. Him and Trey Lance had almost the same pass attempts in that game. <laughs> you know, you could you heard that kind of talk. I think there's some validity to it. I don't think I'm as anxious to flip 15 and one. Because whatever those those measurables are, they're not meaningless. They got meaning. But we know Wilson has looked bad. Trey Lance is on a milk carton. We don't know where he is. So Justin Fields, but, but he went a lot. Yeah, but but Justin, late. I would say this: Justin Fields looks now like you would hope he would have looked to start the season. Meaning a lot of plays that are like wow plays, and a lot of plays that are wow. You know, that's giving me a headache. If you're betting on him. I don't. End of the first year, you should be past that. So now we can remember he missed out on a lot of QB one reps. Why? Because Andy Dalton was a starter. Because he wasn't good enough to start. I think because they promised Andy Dalton he was the starter. Listen, I can promise you, the promise meant nothing. Okay. (laughs) I mean, think about you. Really think they were going to start Andy Dalton if they thought that if Nagy should be fired for that? If that's what they did, I think you could just stop it. Nagy should be fired. All right. I'm straight out of Vegas. (laughs) By the way, his QBR in this game. That you thought looked pretty good. By the way, one of our losers was Chicago. Can you believe we're getting 12 and a half in that game? We can't cover that one? Can you believe they kick a field goal? That, I mean, what are you doing, guys? I, I don't talk about field goals versus... <laughs> I, I mean, there's whole stations that are seemingly focused on talking about when to kick a field goal. What about punting fourth and inches when you're down double digits in the fourth? I don't talk about that either. You don't talk about you know, it? Okay. Maybe that's why we're the fastest growing show. I don't know. <laughs> Justin Fields on Fox Sports Radio. QBR 38... Hmm. That's if you double that, he'd be an average starter. Seventy. Yeah. But uh-huh. still better than Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Well, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, and, and Trey Lance had a zero. Tra- <laughs> Where you feel? How you feeling on that, McKenzie? I'm really happy with Jimmy Garoppolo's development this year. Is, is that right? Yes, very happy. With that. All right, so what we'll do it sometime this week when we have a slow moment is get the new top five. But I'm not going to let you escape the Mills question, so let's take our first break. Okay. And let me restate the question for you. Is if there was a redraft of all rookie quarterbacks, and Mills not being in the first round doesn't matter, what's the order? Now, I'm going to ask you to write it down. And I'm going to ask you to read it. In fact, you're going to submit it to me. I'll hand it to because, you. And I'll imitate you. I'll go, ah, uh, um, before I read it. Uh, and we'll have that. Plus, you know what? I'm going to make McKenzie give us a list, too, when we come back. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoppin. In just a minute, we're going to get to the list that R.J. had us work on during the break. And here's the thing. Mackenzie resisted having it (laughs) submitted in written form. I don't care. I forced him to. And it took him a long time, which is kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. And he has a little parenthetical note beside one of these. Oh, it's beside Trey Lance. What could that note even mean? <laughs> it looks like, you know, like in a ransom note, sometimes it'll let the person being held write something, and you never know if they wrote it or if the kidnappers wrote yeah. it. 
It looks like that. <laughs> you think the kidnapper wrote it? I don't know. I watched him write it. I think Who, it was him. Who's the before, maybe it's he's schizophrenic. He's got two different personalities. <laughs> That's it. One was kind of biting. This is the fastest crime show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled last year plus. Why? Because of you, the support. We're going to reciprocate every freaking day. That's our goal. <laughs> you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 57 degrees. The neon is chugging. AJ, we're going to start with the list. Is that okay? Yep. I'd, I'm sure. Are you going to choose which one of these lists is more uh, more goofy? Yeah. You guys actually are pretty close. That's interesting. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. What is the list? If you redrafted the NFL draft this year, only the quarterbacks and only the first rounders plus Davis Mills. What is the order? Now the reason I'm asking for submissions here from them too is you can ask them, like you can say, how old are you? And AJ, you would go 41, right? I would. If I asked him in 30 seconds how old you are, he'd go, mm, uh, 41. Still 41. And it's just like, why is it? He's, and he'll tell you, well, I was wondering if you asked me twice. See, <laughs> there's never a time there's not going to be this goofy nuance that's going to set. Now, listen, nuance is good oftentimes, but not with lists. Okay. So we're going to start with Trevor Lawrence is number one on, on AJ's list. But not McKenzie's. Not McKenzie's. AJ, you've got Lawrence number one. He may be the worst quarterback. He, uh, I think he might be the second worst so far. Behind Wilson? Behind Wilson. And behind is in worse. Worse than Wilson. Uh, or Wilson case, is worse than him. Worse. Yeah. All right. Defend Trevor Lawrence. Is this just as simple as Urban Meyer's bad, so he must be not as bad as he seems? This is just me putting faith in the scouts that said that he was a generational talent. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, they, what did you think of the scouts and, and um, uh, Oliver Luck's son? Uh, I think that... They, I don't think they were far off. I think Andrew Luck really, was really great. He was a, he was really great. I think he was great. When did he? Why did he hide it from uh, he us? He just he just never it never <laughs> came. Why to would fruition. he give the world that great? I, I mean, I, I think that he just he played in an era where there you were guys who were just better than him. Yeah, that's called not great. You know what? They're because combined. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are better than you. Yeah, how many great people can be in one generation of football players? Great is supposed to be the special era. Okay, he, he was he was very good. Did he, he go make the Hall of Fame? No. So he's a non-Hall of Fame. He didn't play long enough. If he had he well, played he a full play NFL career, of a lack yes. Of heart. You don't know that. Why, why else wouldn't he played? I, I mean, he could be worried about his long-term health. I, I mean, that's what heart is. Right? Oh come on, <laughs> seriously. So if a guy gets like his fourth concussion and he says, "I'm not going to play anymore," that's like, oh, you're you're but a quitter. Did he, did he have four concussions? No, but we don't know what his health. Are you a doctor now? No, I've already admitted I'm not. You're right. With all of the reporting out there, there's a chance he's got some rare ailment that is causing him to maybe what I don't know could be mallet finger yeah I mean I know whenever you start losing a debate you you descend it to goofiness <laughs> but let's try to rise it right up no I'm I, I really it mean could it. Be mallet finger no really I mean no it? but I do believe that he had physical things that he was like it's not worth it for me to keep playing football if my body's but not going to hold up for that's this that's the definition of heart isn't it that guy had neck issues a neck surgery so did, so did Peyton Manning before two Super Bowl appearances. Right. But, I mean, not everybody's Peyton Manning. I know, and that's why he's not great. But do you think that's heart? What would you call it? Guts? 
Heart and guts seem synonymous. I mean, so if you had a neck surgery and you said, you know what, it's not worth my long-term well, health. You were in the service, right? Sure. The smartest, and, and, and uh, you, a lot of people that you trained, and you were training people, went over and fought yes. in the, you know, what, what year? Afghanistan. In the service. Uh, 98 to 02. Okay. Wouldn't you say that brains and, and major thinking and what you want in a soldier is oftentimes inversely related? Yes. And that's why you, the young 18-year-olds are usually the ones they want, because they think they're they think that they're invincible right so and you know what it's probably hurting them right in the long run but it's helping the country in theory sure now did you ever feel ambivalent about like not kind of saying to the gung-ho guy you know maybe you shouldn't be quite this gung-ho no okay because i don't know what you do there right because to some degree you're smart and you kind of knew you know like the old born in the fourth of july stuff right he believed all the you know the movie believed all the well raw stuff he went running trying to be the hero doing two shots and he's in a wheelchair now he obviously wrong covid i think was kovic uh resented or resented it i think true he regretted it for sure um I'm not saying that Andrew Luck's not even intelligent to do what he's done, but for what we value in football players, and wouldn't you say the opposite, Kevin McHale? McHale had a playoff series, I think it was 87, 88, was late in that run. They said, listen, you're playing this game, you're probably not going to ever get 100% again. He played, and he limps around today. Ollie Frazier, or Ollie Frazier 3, right? Thrill in Manila. They n- neither were the same after that fight. I know it's kind of a blood sport. And it's a gladiator stuff. But don't isn't Ollie Frazier cause of that fight held in much higher esteem? Yes. In this country, we glorify, you could almost say, stupid decisions for our benefit. The fans' benefit. We, we hey, You've had enough good fortune, Andrew Luck, is what we think. <laughs> if you got to limp around a little bit, you know what? That's a fair price. I think a lot of people think like that. Don't, no, do you disagree? Or disagree? I don't disagree with that sentiment. I, okay. But I don't think that, that, that everybody makes the same decision based on what fans are going to think. No, but then if the fans react the way the fans are, are, are tend to react, that's only going to make sense, right? Yeah, but I don't think I don't think wanting to spend quality time with your family oh and not be so. Are, are you defending Urban Meyer or Andrew Luck? No, right I'm now? talking about Urban, like you want to be able to carry your kids around when you know, like Andrew Luck's life changed. He's like, oh man, I've got kids to live for now. I don't want to be like Earl did Campbell. He say, did he say that? No, but I. So I, now we're making up like what his motivation was. He that's might, what he you might, asked he me might to hate do. His kids. You said he has no heart. No, no. So I you're said, making I, no, up I, that. I didn't say that. I said lack of heart. Okay, you you said he lacked heart, which yeah. I think is a made up thing. So I. I Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think you can objectively judge heart. It's an opinion. And from the from my outside, maybe you can judge your own heart, but that's even going to be biased. From the outside perspective, Andrew Luck didn't have the grit that we value in football players. I think grit and guts is different than heart. Okay, then we'll say he lacked guts. I think that's that's fair, right? but I don't I don't think that that's a right, dumb move. That's a, okay, and, and I agree. I think, but 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 isn't that kind of the irony? And we'll wrap this up. Is that the things that smart people think, and the things that even and even smart people get caught up in the raw raw stuff. It's not like everyone cheering. I think Thrilling Manila is one of the greatest fights I've ever seen. Do, where do you rank it? It's top five. And when you watch it, do you think, man, I wish they didn't do this? <laughs> no. But in truth, if you care but about the, the humanity of it, well, when you see uh, when you saw Ali, you know, twenty years later, and his hands are shaking, you think, oh man, maybe it would have been nice. You if know, he- th- that passes quick. 
because we don't have to live with it. Yeah. Right. And listen, it's, it, these are all difficult questions, right? And I just know Andrew Luck lacks lacked guts. When he I was, might be gutsy now. I don't know. When I was in Austin, I spent a lot of time around Earl Campbell. Yeah. And it's it's like it's really sad to be around Earl Campbell now. But you wouldn't know Earl Campbell's name if he didn't do that. Exactly. I mean, and how bad what? I mean, because I mean, for the youngsters out there. Houston Oilers in the mid seventies, Bumfil or what was his name? Bum Phillips. Bum Phillips. Right? And um, yeah, so Wade Phil Wade Phillips' dad. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Is um, was a uh, had the cowboy hat yep. on and everything. And he was Houston's coach, and Earl Campbell got uh, drafted first round, and he ran harder than anyone's ever run since. But then he was like five six years. He was pretty much out of the league. Yep. I still remember they beat the Steelers like in '79 on a Monday Night Football, uh, six nothing, and I was so you know I was so young, I, my I had to go to bed and my dad wrote, um, you know what the score was you know there was no internet it was like night what would have been it would have been let me see like 1982 or or I guess it would have been maybe early '80s I'm not sure, and it was six nothing and I looked at the writing going. Is that right? I couldn't figure out what he meant, <laughs> which is kind of like this list. So we're going to go Trevor Lawrence, a generational talent. Is he equal to Andrew Luck? No. It, when it comes to the generational talent stuff. Oh, I think uh, I think he's, yeah, he, that's probably what people thought of him. How would you rate his guts, Trevor Lawrence, so far? Not great. Seems related, doesn't it? Maybe so. Somehow, the more that you're glorified as a talent, the less guts it seems like you have. Uh, John Elway was glorified as a talent. Yeah, yeah. He worked out all he right. He was gutsy, wasn't he? Yeah. Because even when they were losing, he was he was like, you know. Remember, before the last two seasons, Elway was the prototypical talented guy, can't get over the top. Maybe it's his team. Maybe it's him. And then maybe his two worst years, statistically, were his two last years yep. when he won Super Bowls. Maybe there's a lesson in that, too. <laughs> and maybe that means Mac Jones looks better. Because not supposed to be the traditional talent. You've got him ranked second. Yeah, I liked Mac Jones coming into this, like coming into the draft. I was high on Mac Jones. So let's cut to it. You got Mills last. I do. So nothing he's done is like. Let's be candid. Trey Lance, as we said, he's on a milk cart, and we don't know where he is. Right. He could be with the team. He may not be. I'm not reporting that. I'm saying I don't know. You think Mills is worse than the unknown person? I think so. Would a random person from a high school team slotted in there be ahead of Mills? Because <laughs> Mills has played better. Uh, First off, it's been reported. If the Patriots didn't get Mac Jones, they were taking Mills early. Not necessarily, it wasn't going to be first round, but they were going to take him early. Does that cause you at all? Now, isn't it interesting? Houston, with a pedigree out of New England now in the front office, takes the same player that Belichick was going to take. But you could also say Belichick took a lot of players after the first round of quarterback that haven't really worked out. True. Jimmy G being the best so far. Mills hasn't impressed you at all? Not at all. Did you upgrade him this week? He played better. This he played a lot better this week. But yeah. no upgrade. Not, not enough to upgrade him. Into, not, not enough that I would take him over a first rounder. No. All right. So you got Lawrence one, <clears throat> Lance five, Mills six. Now, the three left, Wilson, Fields, Jones, second, third, and fourth. You've got Jones ahead of Fields and Wilson. So where's the, when does the pedigree not matter? Because I would make the case Fields has played much better than Trevor Lawrence. If all you knew is what you've seen from the start of this season onward, Fields is better than Trevor Lawrence. Fields has been better. But in that case, you're saying Lawrence is one, Fields is three, but Fields, talent-wise, wasn't that far off from him. There were numerous get-up segments coming into the last college season that said, is 
Justin Fields the number one pick over Lawrence next year. Like they were speculating on it. So the, the, the talent level couldn't be that far off. In this case, you're saying Fields always third, even though he's played probably the best or second best amongst the rookies. Yeah. All right. And Jones is second. Yes. Do you think, can Jones win a Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Uh, where would Jones's lack of physical skills matter? If he gets away from Bill Belichick and goes to any other team. So Belichick is that great of a coach? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. You think he's skilled? I mean, when you just eye test it, does his arm seem that bad? It doesn't seem bad. It's uh, it's a I think it's a below average NFL arm, but it's not below average NFL arm. Wow. Below average starting quarter. Like I think he's like, you so know. Tom Brady has. A, let's think of the great quarterbacks. Who's the greatest quarterback of the this century that had a below average arm? Drew Brees. All right. Okay. And Brees has one Super Bowl. So, how Mac Jones and Drew Brees' arm are about the same? I'd say, yeah. Boy, Mac Jones seems a lot more athletic than Drew Brees. Maybe I'm remembering an older Brees, too. I think maybe, yeah. All right. So, Lawrence Jones, Fields, Wilson, Lance, Mills is the list from A.J. Hoffman. <laughs> now, I am actually going to get a handwriting expert to examine this after the fact. <laughs> but here comes McKenzie's list. First, though, be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. Now, did I get this pronunciation right, A.J.? Yomicron variant? O- Omicron? Omicron? I, I don't know. It, it sounds like like on a, like a C-level streaming platform. You know how sometimes they'll buy like IP and they get like be able to say like the Pelican Brief. And then below it, it will have print or uh, quotes and the Yomicron variant. It's like they keep very... It, it, it kind of scary. Yomicron sounds like someone that like Iron Man and Spider-Man would have to fight. Like it's it just sounds like a, an intergalactic bad guy now. But does Spider-Man ever fight intergalactically? Yeah. I don't remember that. Well, he, you need he to, you to watch the Avengers. He had a web. How does the web come from space? No, he doesn't come All from right, space. All right, let's get back to that. <laughs> I'm RJ Bell. AJ's bringing us off track. I'm bringing us back. <laughs> Here is, without editorial comment, McKenzie's list of quarterbacks. By the way, his name is McKenzie Rivers. He's first cousins with Kyle Shanahan. He calls him Cousin Kyle and Uncle Mike. Cousin Kyle has Trey Lance. Oh, no. Mackenzie has Cousin Kyle's Trey Lance second. And what's the note you scribbled here? Big gap. Okay, yeah. That really makes it better. (laughs) (laughs) He has Fields third, Trevor Lawrence fourth, Wilson fifth, Mills sixth, and Mac Jones first. (sighs) Okay. Couple of other things on these games. Let's talk about. The, <laughs> Are you not going to tell us who's, whose list is worse? I don't know. I mean, that's going to take a computer. Uh, what's analysis. your list? Hmm? What's your list? Well, when you host your show, you can decide what my list is. <laughs> when I'm not guest on your show, you know something? It's tough. I, I don't think you can act like the first year doesn't matter. I don't think you can have Trevor Lawrence first. Okay. I just don't. If if the if the coaching is that bad, then it's a fiduciary responsibility of the owner to have changed the coach. By leaving the coach in there, you're saying you don't think he's doing lasting damage to your star. I mean, the whole uh, five coaches, five different staffs aren't worth Trevor Lawrence. It's meaning it's that hard to get a guy that supposedly is that good. Do you think Urban Meyer is doing long-term damage? No, because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is that good. Okay, and I didn't think he was good in college. I didn't think he was that good in the pros. I didn't think. I mean, I, you've just come. You're kind of new here. Mackenzie, have I said one good word about Trevor Lawrence in three years? No. No. Why? 
It's not because I think he's a bad person, though he does seem a little off to me. But okay, I don't know for sure he's bad. But again, if you're talking about not liking football that much, it's like that seems like you're at least dumb. Right? If you're so dumb, you're telling a bunch of fans that are living for Don't they understand what football is to these people? I grew up in a town of 4,000 people in Ohio where the dad is a coal miner. I can promise you I know what football means. Texas, Ohio, pretty close. You grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. It's the way to kind of forget your life. It's that simple. Your life is going into a hole and working for 10 hours with a pickaxe. It's not that far from it, even these days. You come up coughing up coal dust and soot in your eyes, and you want to forget about it. So you drink till you can't think anymore, and then when you kind of wake up Sunday morning, you watch football, or Friday night, or Saturday. You know, it might be high school, college pro, it might be all of them. Right where I grew up, it was a high state, Pittsburgh Steelers, and whatever your local team was. And you know the light on uh, uh, Friday Night Lights where it says "Last one out of town, turn off the lights." Mm-hmm. That those signs were up, you know, especially if they made a playoff game. And Trevor Lawrence is sitting there with all his money in his six four frame and saying, "Yeah, football is important, but not that important. There's other things I care about more." You're not real smart, right? I'm not saying because you you believe it, because you say it. Agree or disagree? I agree. Is that an intelligent move? Uh, to say that you don't care about or you well, don't whatever, love football. Yeah, however we want to couch no, what It's not say. smart. Okay. You know why? The only two ways to say that is if you're dumb or if you think you're above it. You're like, you know, I know the yokels won't like that, but you know what? They're yokels. How can they affect me? Why else would you say it? There is no reason. And you know what? I came from a bunch of those yokels. And, you know, maybe I read a few more books than them. But you know what? I, I, I like those people. You know, I, they're, I can say they're me. All right? I like people that kind of accept, well, not even accept, but they try to make the best of their reality. Whatever that reality is, the best you can do is make the best of it. But don't you think that a guy who went 38-2 and two in college without really loving football, there's something to be said? Like, that's, that's pretty impressive. Generational talent. <laughs> but when you get to the NFL, that's not enough. Right. When has a guy that didn't really care, especially a quarterback, a quarterback ever made it? Where was T- Tom Brady on the generational talent list? Where was even Peyton Manning? If Peyton Manning wasn't Archie Manning's son, he wouldn't have gotten all that acclaim coming in. Well, he he was gaggly, gang gangly. I think is the way you said. I mean, he wasn't a great athlete. No. And his best years, some of them came after that surgery on his neck, in which he certainly wasn't a great athlete after that. All right, so Trevor Lawrence, boo. <laughs> Coal miners, yay. Okay. Let's take our last break. <laughs> well, you know, let's take our last break. When we come back, we got Monday Night Football. AJ, you've got a prop bet, and you're changing it for because of one major injury news. We'll explain how much the Vegas spread moved on that, and we'll tell you which teams were undefeated against the Vegas spread. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All 
I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Let's take a look at the Monday night football matchup between the LA Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams now plus three dealing with some COVID issues. Yes. Yeah, so this would be good to segue into this game. You got your best bet coming up on a prop. And you're actually 62% on props this year. Right here live for free, 62%. Now, let's talk a minute about the teams prior to this, this week, how the favorites have done. 12-1 and straight up, counting Thursday's game. 11-2 and against the spread. That's 13 games each. But favorites above a field goal. So more than a field goal, 10-0, and straight up, 10-0 and against the spread. It's that simple. This line, as we said, is three. Ramsey, the all-world cornerback for the Rams, some think the best cover corner in the game, though this year maybe not his best season, but still good for sure. He was declared out. What was the cause of him being out? The COVID outbreak. Okay. And when you say the COVID outbreak, are we talking about within the Rams themselves? Within the Rams. The Rams had multiple positive tests today, including Jalen Ramsey and Tyler Higby, both put into COVID protocol. Okay. So when you say positive tests, did Ramsey and Higby test positive for COVID or they were exposed or we don't know? They they haven't announced yet. They just said they had to put them in COVID protocol, which means they were out for the game tonight. Okay. So the line moved about 16 cents. Now, what does that mean? Because you're thinking, well, it moved from three to two and a half. Well, remember, three is the most valuable number in all of football batting. Why? Because more games end with the number three being the margin of victory. Thus, it's valuable to be plus three over plus two and a half, more so than any other half point. So, 16 cents is right around three half point moves. So, going from, let's say, four and a half to six is a little bit more than that. So, this has been a major move. I would make the case Ramsey's worth about a point, a little bit more maybe. Higsby, maybe uh, a a quarter point or so. You're getting right to that range. So, it is significant. It is major. Um, In the game itself, I think you got to look at the first matchup. And this was when the Cardinals were a real question mark. And you remember the Rams had just been off that dominating win against Tampa. And Arizona went into L.A. and dominated the game. They did. And one of the things, and McKenzie from research brought this up, is the Cardinals were really taking advantage of the Rams de-emphasizing the linebackers. Now, listen, they want great linebackers, but when you have a salary cap, you can only pay so many people, especially when you're so top-heavy. Linebackers, a weakness for the Rams. And, McKenzie, wouldn't you that say that's why the 49ers do well against the Rams? Is typically you need good linebackers against the 49ers Shanahan uh, scheme. Exactly. The zone stretch, you got to be able to be vertical and very physical at the linebacker position. That's pretty solid. And would you say then it's analogous to the struggles the Rams should have against the Cardinals? Exactly, yes. All right. With all that said, AJ, you've got your best bet in this game on a prop. Yep. Zach Ertz, Arizona tight end, under 40 and a half receiving yards. He's kind of gotten back on the radar since he got to Arizona, but I don't think it's a big game here. Six games with the Cardinals, been targeted 31 times. 20 of those targets came in the three games that Kyler Murray missed. Cardinals were also Mm. not at full strength at wide receiver in those games. So, Cole checking down, checking down. Yeah, and they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins when he was checking down, checking down. So, Hopkins being back, A.J. Green is healthy. Maybe most importantly, Kyler Murray looks healthy. Last game against Chicago, Murray looked at full health. He was willing to work downfield more. Ertz had only one catch on two targets with Ramsey.
Ramsey out of the fold tonight. I think Murray's going to work deep in this one. Zach Ertz under 40 and a half receiving yards. Okay, now another thing to think about here is running quarterbacks are unquestionably more efficient than quarterbacks that don't run. But how often does a quarterback run? It has a lot to do with the leverage in the game, how important the game is, how much they need it. We saw Josh Allen run the heck out of the ball because it was a must win. He got hurt. We'll see what that is. But he ran a ton over 100 yards running. I think Kyler Murray, when he runs, is even more effective. His health seems to be trending in the right direction. And this is a big game. This is a big game. So I think that helps the Cardinals even more. Murray's willingness and inclination, I think, to run will be higher. His biggest rush yards game was last week against the Bears, healthy. Before that, it was the Rams game. So 27.5 is the number. So that, that may be a little bonus action. All right. Monday Night Football. Strong show, guys. All right. If you missed any of today's show, including. I think that we told some harsh but true comments about Trevor Lawrence. It might have been a little harsh. And if you're his parents, don't listen. And RJ still hasn't told us which list was worse. Uh, you can, But you can <laughs> check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. And we're going to be recapping Monday Night Football and digging deeper in the NFL weekend. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas!